Hey everyone, Steve Kim here. Welcome to the Be Great, Be Kind, Steve Kim Experience podcast, hashtag Our Hill Special Edition here. I'm really, really excited to have Melissa Kazan here, who is a registered dietitian and sports nutritionist who lives in Richmond Hill and operates out of Richmond Hill, but her business is so far um, so vast and expand. She actually goes past Richmond Hill as well. Um, but Melissa, I just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, sharing your time with us. I know that it is a difficult time. It's a challenging, challenging time right now for people and businesses. So I really, really do appreciate you uh, finding time just to kind of share with us your story, your business, and kind of moving forward, what that kind of looks for you, uh, for you. So Melissa, thank you so much for, uh, for, for hopping on today. Thank you, Stephen. I actually also want to say thank you to you and for giving me the opportunity to talk about my business and myself um, on here with you. So I'm really grateful for uh, the opportunity that you've given me. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about myself. I'll introduce yeah. myself, I guess. Um, so I'm Melissa. I'm a registered dietitian um, and sport nutritionist. I, um, I have a bit of a long story, but <laughs> um, kind of a little bit from all over the place. But I was uh, born in Montreal. And uh, I was actually raised in Lebanon, which is a small uh, Middle Eastern country. Um, And uh, I came back to Montreal to do my studies. So I studied human nutrition at McGill University. um, And I have family in Montreal. So I kind of stayed there uh, for about 10 years um, until I moved to Toronto. Um, So basically, while I was in Montreal, I I studied nutrition. And that's when I found also my passion for sport nutrition Mm. um, and working with athletes and supporting athletes. Um, And so I went back to do my master's at McGill, specialized in sports nutrition, and um, I also did a sport nutrition diploma uh, through the International Olympic Committee. Wow. And so, yeah, it was a really great opportunity. It's basically a two-year program where you really get to learn the ins and outs of sport nutrition. Um, And so after that, I actually got a job in Toronto, um, which led me to move here. Um, That was about maybe in 2015. Um, And uh, where I worked in Toronto was at the Canadian Sports Institute, Ontario, which is um, an organization that supports uh, Canadian uh, Olympic athletes and para-athletes. Wow. Um, And so I worked there for a couple of years. And throughout that time, I actually uh, also met my husband. (laughs) who, uh, um, who uh, so, and he had to move to Vancouver um, for work. So um, I decided to move with him. Um, we got engaged, I moved with him. And so I spent some time in Vancouver as well. So I really just, for the last five years, I've been moving quite a bit. So I was in Montreal for, uh, for 10 years. Then, you know, my life was pretty stable and yeah. then moved to Toronto State for a couple of years and then moved to Vancouver with my husband. Um, and there I also had, I was very um, uh, fortunate to also work with Fortia Sport and Health, which is nice. an integrated athlete development center. Um, and so I supported there, not only uh, high performance athlete and Olympic athletes, but really it was just a ra- wide range of uh, population. So it was anybody who just wanted to run a 5k all the way to a uh, high performance sport um, and really helping them with their diet and, and, and lifestyle and, and eating habits. Um, and uh, so we also stayed, our stay in Vancouver was beautiful, but short as well. Um, So we stayed there for also perhaps a year and a half, and then I moved back here to Toronto, and that's where my Richmond Hill uh, journey started. Nice, Um, nice. So that was in the fall of 2018, where we moved to to Richmond Hill. And so um, I've basically, um, you know, I've my husband and I, we we love to cook. We we enjoy foods. Um, We've been uh, before Corona, we used to try to, you know 
different tried different restaurants um, we're big foodies um, you know tried different restaurants around Toronto yeah um, and uh, yeah that's basically a little bit about myself now I've been here for a year and a half I love Richmond Hill I love the community yeah um, it's it's still busy because I've been a city girl all my life um, I live downtown Montreal downtown Vancouver downtown Toronto and mm -hmm. now we're a little bit in the suburbs so I like the feel that it gives still that busyness but a bit of that cozy suburban life so we're we're enjoying it here that's amazing. And it's, it's, it's really inspiring. And, and just in you sharing kind of your experiences, your passion really, really shines through. So can I ask you, like growing up in Lebanon, moving to Canada, what was it about nutrition and sports nutrition in particular? Like, was it something early on? Was it, was it a family member or an experience that you had that formulated that passion? Because you're so passionate about it. Like it just, it resonates as you talk. It just like, it brings me passion and pleasure to hear you like so deeply share with us your experiences and your love for it. So, so how did this start with you? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I've, I think I've, growing up, I've always loved food. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She always cooked, um, you know, Lebanese food, very cultural food. We grew yeah. up around food for, um, you know, family events. Sundays was always, you know, a, a family time to eat yeah, together. Yeah. Even during the week, we'd sit down and eat together. So it was always that cultural and social aspect of it. And I grew up just enjoying food and um, being interested and curious in other cultures as well, not just my own, and just tasting different new understanding new cultures, tasting uh, tasting different foods, and getting to know um, how other cultures also um, work and share food. Um, so there's always that aspect of food throughout my life, um, which got me got me interested in it. And I always led a healthy lifestyle. I've always been active. I wouldn't call myself an athlete at all, but um, you know, <laughs> growing up, I was in a swim club in Lebanon, um, and I, I did a lot of swimming. Um, and then when I came to Montreal, I got into running a little bit more. So I've always had that health, um, you know, exercise, eating well, taking care of your body type of um, aspect in my life. And I really, I'm really passionate about helping other people understand that, you know, yeah. even though nutrition is so, seems so complicated and maybe there are so many different opinions about it. It's really, um, you know, not that difficult in itself. Like it's, it's important to understand your body, listen to your body um, and eat whole foods, eat well and take care of yourself. And really you can lead a healthy, healthy lifestyle that way. So can you share with us your, your business then, because I know you live in, in Richmond Hill, but yet you have some really amazing platforms right now. So before we got on, you were talking about kind of these virtual consultations that you're having. Like, tell us a little bit about your business and your business model and how people, you know, can reach you and how people can find you. Absolutely. So how my, my business is basically a private practice, nutrition, private practice in nutrition. I uh, help athletes learn how to feel better um, to support their training, support their recovery so that they can perform at their best. Um, I don't only work with athletes though, um, I also work with um, the general population, individual who wants to improve their eating habits, um, learn how to eat well, uh, manage their weight without necessarily going on a, on a diet or restricting the food they love. So yeah. that's what I help people do. Um, and the way it works is basically I can either see them in person, obviously that was before the social distancing was in place, um, and I would do that at the two offices and clinics um, that I rented offices from around Richmond Hill, yeah. and actually I would let the client decide which location they preferred. Um, and the other, uh, the other option is virtual. So basically we would set up a virtual call, um, with the client and it would be one-on-one -on -one session. So all of my sessions with the 
clients are actually one-on-one where I would ask them, you know, what are they trying to get out of nutrition? What are their goals? Um, Are they just trying to understand what their body needs Are trying to feel better? Is there, um, you know, some habits that's lingering in nutrition that, you know, they want to fix, perhaps they eat emotionally, perhaps, you know, they, they want to learn how to eat better, learn how to cook easy meals, um, support their exercise. So I help individuals kind of implement these habits and that's one-on-one sessions. Um, And I also hold workshops. So I've also um, speak um, at workshops and that could be for sports teams. Um, It could be a club team that wants their athletes to know a little bit more about nutrition and how to support their their training day with fueling um and yeah so i go out to the clubs before corona i used to go out to the clubs and see yeah. athletes um but now it's it's also webinars it's all online it's all shifted so online. obviously your business has shifted obviously yeah. just because of corona so a lot more virtual a lot more online presence uh things like that you 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 touched upon a little bit about that the, the misnomer behind diets the myth behind diets like right now as everyone I think, and I believe is living more of a sedentary lifestyle. Do you have any like tips that you'd like to share with people in terms of promoting that healthy lifestyle? And when we think of diet, people think of like just always the extreme of diet. Right. And so there's, that's why most diets fail. You know, this because there's no balance to it and there's no structure. So is there anything that you can share with people two to three things right now you're in quarantine that is absolutely vital to continue maintaining a healthy lifestyle now more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of things. So something that I've been seeing really commonly in my practice with my athletes and clients is just now that everything has shifted into quarantine, you're at home, your routine is changing, you perhaps don't have the same schedule or you're not as busy. Yeah. What's happening is people are eating out of boredom or perhaps yes. overeating. Yes, right? yes. It's very, very common. And it adds a lot of stress. It adds a lot of stress to your life. You feel, some of them feel guilty, some of them feel ashamed. And the number one thing I want to say before I, I give the tip is it's okay if this happens because okay. it's normal, right? It's, it's already stressful what's going on. And so your body and your, your mind is just adapting to this new way of living. So it's okay that this is going to happen and don't beat yourself up too much because, um, because it's just going to cause more anxiety. And then if you're stress eating, you're just going to stress eat more. I love that you just shared that. It was on, I just got chills. I wish there oh was like God. a zoom. Because <laughs> that was a very, very powerful statement. And I think that's a testament to the incredible person that you are. You just shared with people being like, you know what? This is a difficult time. We all know that. And because of that, things are going to change. And you just said, you know what? That's okay. It's yeah. okay. However, that being said, there's got to be some balance. So thank you so much for just being really transparent and honest about that. That was amazing. Thank, thank you. you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's what I try to bring to my, my practice as well. And with my clients is really for me to be able to help anybody they need to be open and they need to share really what, what's going on. And, and I can't help them if I don't know how they're feeling. And, yeah. and I know that with overeating, there's a little bit of, of guilt. So what's important is to move past that and try to tell yourself that it's okay. But also, obviously, there are things you can do to reduce the frequency of you know, overeating yes. or eating yeah. out of boredom. And so the number one is, I know there's not a lot of structure in our lives or in our day right now, but you can try to implement that structure with your eating. So it's very important to still continue on, on having regular meal timings. That's one of the most important mm. pieces. And what I mean by that is, you know, don't stay hours without eating, right? Even if you're sitting down a little bit more, your body is still burning energy and it needs, you know, the, the carbohydrate, the proteins, the thing to focus, perhaps you're training a little bit. So yeah. um, you still need to eat every few hours, you know, anywhere between three to four hours, it's gonna depend on the person, but still have your breakfast, lunch, dinner. Even if everything is shifted later, 
just have your three meals, perhaps have a snack or two in between your meals uh, so that your blood sugars are stable and that your energy is stable. And what that does is that it prevents you from arriving at the end of the day exhausted, yes. starving, yes. And yes. You know, yes. gorging and going through the fridge and eating a lot, um, yeah. uh, which, which tends to happen commonly. So keeping your meals balanced and um, you know, making sure that you've got some carbohydrates that are high in fiber, some lean proteins, and some, some vegetables and fruit. So that would be like kind of the base okay. um, with, with the meal timings. The other thing um, that helps also uh, stress eating or, or overeating is um, uh, try to manage stress a little bit. So I know we're all confined at home, we're sitting more at our desk, we're on our screen a lot. Um, so try to take breaks throughout your day. Maybe you need to schedule them. Maybe you need to set a reminder to remind yourself you're someone who just tends to power through. Um, and, um, you know, take a break, go outside, even if it's 30 minutes, do some activity, find a hobby, something that's going to get your mind off of the stress, off of food. Yeah. You want to always use food to, uh, to deal with an emotion. Um, and yeah, just maybe take this time, uh, to learn something new. So just some, some, some tips here to just manage stress a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, so, and obviously, you know, hydration plays a big part because sometimes when we're not drinking enough, um, we tend to feel hungry. So um, making sure that you're, you've, you know, you've got a water bottle inside or a glass of water inside and that you're, you're hydrating well so that you're not um, uh, feeling that you're craving a little bit more of these sweet foods or these, um, you know, those pleasure foods that we tend to eat sometimes. Um, and my last tip is something that I uh, obviously needs practice, but try to implement a little bit of mindful practice. Mm, um, you yes. know, ask yourself if you're actually hungry or not, or if, if how are you feeling? Are you full? Um, is what I'm feeling a real hunger? Or am I actually bored? Am I stressed? Am I anxious? So, and obviously that takes practice and you need to understand what hunger feels and what fullness feels. But these are things that I also help um, my clients learn about in, in, uh, in the one-on-one -on -one sessions. Can I ask you, because everyone, when I was little, my parents were always forcing like breakfast is yeah. the most important meal of the day. What are some like, what are some really, really good morning fruits or, or breakfast foods that you could share to kind of help set people up for the day? Like, right. Cause like the, the morning routine for me, I have such a powerful morning routine. Yeah. Um, it's just setting me up for the whole day that allows me to continue to stay on schedule. So even despite the fact that my office is closed and I'm working from home, my morning routine hasn't changed, which has allowed for me to stay pretty uh, productive and consistent and efficient throughout the day. The one thing though that you did share was kind of walking away from the screen time. So I actually have a reminder on my phone every yeah. 45 minutes for me to actually get up and walk away from the computer for like five, 10 minutes and come back. But the morning routine is so powerful. So could you share with us maybe like two or three really, really good foods to kind of help fuel us to get us started on the right foot for the morning? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there are many different foods that are, you know, that can get you started on the right foot um, or get, you know, uh, started on the day. But basically, um, you want to make sure that you've got a combination of fiber rich foods, lean proteins, um, and either vegetables or fruit. So um, an example of that, so what uh, fiber-rich foods and carbohydrate-rich foods do is that they're going to give you the energy for your day. You've been fasting overnight, you know, you've been sleeping, your body's still using up that energy. So you still need, you, you want to replenish those carbohydrate stores as you wake up. It's going to help your brain feel good, happy, kind of, you know, get, get started with your day. Yeah. So um, oatmeal is a great example. Um, or any whole grain toast or whole grain, whole grain cereals, you can start with that. Um, and then for protein, you could do yogurt, you could do milk, you could do peanut butter, eggs. These are all great sources of protein. Um, and, and then, you know, for fruits and veggies, really, there's no one, not one that's going to help, but really try to have 
some fruits or some vegetables with your meal. So you can top the oatmeal with berries and cook it with milk or top it with some yogurt. Um, if you're having eggs, you can do, you know, some scrambled eggs, whole grain toast, maybe a little bit of spinach um, that you're sauteing it with it. Um, and, you know, if you're doing um, some whole grain toast, a little bit of peanut butter, you can add some banana and cinnamon. So all of those are really great foods to start your day. And they're all rich in um, fiber, rich in complex carbohydrates, proteins, and give you a little bit of antioxidants. From the this, is just, this is just the tip of the iceberg with you. So for people watching, people listening, Melissa knows her stuff. So you know, I know that you're able to share some really, really great tips right now, but I strongly suggest and urge everyone to reach out to Melissa. You know, she'll set you up on a phenomenal plan and really, really point you in the right direction because now more than ever, I don't think we should be trying to navigate you know, healthy eating, healthy lifestyles on our own. We should be seeking the advice and the direction of professionals like Melissa. So uh, Melissa, amazing. Melissa, what do you have in store once COVID is over? So, you know, what is the big plan for your business, your direction, your vision? What is that going to look like after, you know, what, after this event is over? Yeah, I mean, I'm, right now I'm working a lot on trying to put myself out there as much as possible. Um, you know, I'm on social media a lot. I'm on my Instagram a lot. I'm creating a lot of content um, to, to help athletes um, understand how I can help them. Um, and um, really, I hope that I can connect with as many people as possible. I hope to connect a lot more within the community of Richmond Hill, um, whether they're recreational athletes. I see a lot of runners, cyclists, um, you yeah. know, their exercise out there. Um, I'm also hoping to connect a little bit more with sport clubs around here. I know there's a lot of figure skating clubs, uh, rhythmic gymnastics clubs um, in the community. So just connecting a little bit more with them and, and support them, just really being in the community and helping out as much as I can. That's yeah. amazing. So Melissa, so for people watching and listening, where can they go? Where can we go to find more about you? So can you just share your website and your social media handles? And again, I'm going to post all of your information in the post below so people know exactly where to find you. Yeah, absolutely. So if you remember, my name is Melissa Kazan, so it's pretty easy. Um, my website is www.melissakazan.com. There's a lot of information on there uh, about how you can reach me, the services that I offer, and how I can help. And if you have any questions, just please, please don't hesitate to reach out, ask your questions, um, and I'd be happy to speak to you and explain to you how I can help. When we talk the first time, and if you just have inquiries about how we can work together, it's absolutely free. I just get on the call, get to know you a little bit better and explain to you what we can do together. Um, and then in terms, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. So my Instagram handle is MK at MK Dietitian. Um, and for Facebook, it's basically slash MK Dietitian as well. You please, and for people watching, listening, you got to check out Melissa's Instagram account. That's how I found her. It is a phenomenal account. I Thanks. love your posts. I love the value that you're providing for people. Uh, before we end off, Melissa, any final thoughts or words that you'd like to share with people watching and listening? Um, final thoughts. Um, I guess I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about myself um, and talk about what I do here. It's been really uh, a great opportunity um, for me. And then for everybody listening, um, I really, I'm not sure actually what I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's, I, I, I just, you know, I don't want me to, to put you on the spot. I think you provided a tremendous amount of value for people. It, your passion and your just genuine level of care and authenticity has shined through uh, through you. this podcast and the video and stuff. And I just hope that everyone watching and listening, please check Melissa out. She's worth a phone call. 
just check it, all of the value and the information that she is providing for people. So, uh, Melissa, I just want to say thank you so much. I wish you so much success in your business. I already know what's going to happen with your business uh, once it's safe to do so and things like that. But in the meantime, all those virtual uh, consultations and presentations that you're doing is it's, it's the innovation, right? And so for business owners, that's where we have to really focus in on is as things change, as times change, so does our, our business. So the kind of the evolution of that. So Melissa, thank you so much. I, I hope you and your family are staying safe and staying healthy. And I really, really look forward to meeting you in person one day. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate um, all the support and um, give me the opportunity to be on here. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Everyone, you always know the drill. Be great. Be kind, everyone. Take care. Bye.